Yeah. Okay. So tonight we have just come back from the cinema and we have just watched Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Yes. Sorry, I've said that wrong. <laughs> um, okay. And like uh, again with the previous episode where we just watched us, we probably will be talking spoilers straight off the bat. Yeah, spoilers for like a thirty-year-old fucking story. Yeah, good you've point. been living under a rock. Then spoiler alert: they all die in the end. Yeah, it, it, you know if if you have seen the original. Or read the books. This this film is going to be no surprise for you at all. Mm. Um, okay, so are you a book reader or a film watcher on this movie? I, like I said, I've only seen the films of this. So you you've seen the original movie then? Yeah, a lot. Like, I say a long a time. A previous rendition. I don't yeah. know if there's more than one. Have this been made previously? But I haven't read the book. And I haven't seen the film either. I thought maybe I had, but I knew I didn't remember it. And then, like, going into this, I didn't fucking... I didn't know a thing about this shit, man. I didn't know anything. So I guess I've not seen the movie. Because okay. I didn't have a clue. What did you think about it? Right, so, have, obviously, having seen the previous film, I obviously understood the general plot that was going to happen. So in terms of the deaths that happen, obviously, of the cat... Um, and the child um, I knew about well, I, I mean if you'd seen the fucking trailer you knew about that yeah you, I mean you obviously knew about that um, so it was like no real surprise with the plot but I just thought the way that they retold it and you know and they added like modern twists to kind of bring it up to date oh yeah how everyone had an iPhone yeah, yeah, yeah. well well, yeah not, not so aggressively so it's like oh look he's definitely modern now it just seemed yeah. quite natural you know in terms of like some of the horror elements that they added yeah. Do you know, like, say, that, like, the soundtrack with, like, the backwards yeah, spooky voice. Yeah, fucking jump scares for days, bro. Yeah. Like, the, that truck. Which they used about three or four times. Within the space of about 20 minutes. But then after that, trucks don't drive on that road anymore. Yeah, miraculously. Mm. Well, I mean, maybe not so miraculously. Maybe that's not a coincidence. It's like, right, guys, we're not going to use that route anymore. Because you nearly hit a fucking kid, and then you did hit a fucking kid. Like, all in the space of about three seconds, you've, you're on your phone. Who, who, who called him? Shenna? Something, something like that. It, it, she it, it, felt it, like a bitch, didn't she? Yeah, that whole scene is quite... <laughs> but, I mean, there was one of the things I kind of liked about it. It, it, it was very quite kind of punchy in the way that it told the story. It didn't really leave you sort of waiting. It's like, bang, they move to a new house. Bang, this is scary new house. Yeah. Bang, the mother has like a previous distress from um, her sister that she has issues with. Probably talk about her at length because I think we both yeah. agreed initially talking about this. This was a very good part of the film that we both enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, the, the movie starts out with the drone shot over the woods. It's very The Shining. Yeah. Particularly with the music. And then sort of turns into The Evil Dead. You know, as it sort of swells and yeah, pounds in on the door. Yeah, that zooming thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's like Shining meets Evil Dead, that opening scene. Yeah. Particularly I, with the music. I mean, I, I think the whole, the, sto- the basic story of like the old Indian burial ground kind of thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a similar thing. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to accuse Stephen King of ripping himself off or anything. Well, you know, that's, that's fine. But yeah, so um, they move to the country and... They start living in this house, and 
immediately. It's, it's supposed to be for a quieter life, yeah, isn't quieter it? Life. I got the impression that they were lived in the city yeah. and he's moved to some like quiet little doctor. medical practice. Yeah, out in the state. So he's supposed to be like a GP, isn't he, I suppose? Yeah, rather than like, like an emergency doctor. And but, then he experiences a, like a very, very big trauma. But uh, I mean, before that, immediately, like mum and daughter, they hear some drumming in the woods and they go out. And there's a bunch of kids walking through the woods with these homemade pet masks on with, like, a dog in a wheelbarrow. Yeah, that was, like, one of the modern elements that I did, that like, modern kind of additions to try and make it creepy. I well, didn't when like I saw that. that, no, I was like, oh, that wasn't in the trailer. Oh, fucking, no wonder why. Jesus. I'm like, what is this? What's going on? And mum's like, oh, it's a procession. It's like a parade, but not for fun. I'd be like... I don't know what the fuck that is, Ellie. Let's go back inside and lock the door. Let's play know. a game called hide. I don't know. To be fair to it, you could say, even in just a very general story, even even though it's like a done in a creepy, like sort of horror themed way, it's kind of like a learning story about no, no, understanding no, about no, death no, and no. loss. No, no, no. If you see that shit walking through the woods outside your house, right? Have you not seen Children of the Corn? Yeah. Get the fuck out of there unless you're Linda Hamilton fuck yeah, but I, I, I think that is the kind of the first point where you have to start realising it. it is a it's not like a, a very very serious film it is going to be very like supernatural from the start and I think if, I think if you go into it with yeah. too serious view I don't think you'll enjoy again, it again uh, like <laughs> I talked about with us it's almost like the uh, the anthology series creep show yeah uh, that's why so, I, I just generally like why I enjoyed it. I don't mind them. I don't mind things like that. I think it's because um, when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh god, this is stupid. This is stupid. And like, yeah, but it's it's not. He's not pretending it isn't. It's not trying to insult you, is it? Like, it's yeah. it is what it is. Bringing a cat back to life for fuck's sake, like it's it's silly. It's going to be silly. And what I like about this and what I like about us is they're both films that are just self-contained films and there's just no need for a sequel. Do you know what I mean? There's just no need. Everything's answered in it. Like, leave it as is. Just like a good standalone film. Just enjoy it. No need I'll for I'll tell you what sequel I want, mate. Fucking hell. I want... Let's just go there. Um, the Mother's Sister. Yes. Okay, yeah. This is right. like... We, yeah. So... Before I tell you all the things I didn't fucking like in this film, let me tell you what I did. The 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 B plot of this traumatic childhood experience the mother has with her sister, with the fucked up bones and the curved spine, like bedridden, having to take the meals up to her, and she's twisting around and telling her this is going to happen to you. It's it's quite good as well because it, it's it's a lot of the time like people with disabilities are often like well. Well, they should be portrayed as normal people, obviously. But, you know, this person is quite evil, you know. It's like it manipulating like, her sister like, unnecessarily. And it's very, very yeah, creepy. Man, it's... And I thought that was, like, kind of a nice she, modern thing that they had in. those hallucinations when she's fucking pulling up the dumbwaiter and coming... Yeah, there was a, I think there was a lot of good scenes. Like and when that. I was watching it... And the bathroom like, cabinet scene. Oh, God, really yeah, like she falls out of the... Oh, man. Yeah... Ooh, just creeps. Give me the creeps. Well, like, I, I, I like those modern elements because it had a jump scare element. Well, but I still the, the, think it fitted. It worked. Jump scare okay. shit. No. Fuck yeah, but off. that's not going to apply to me or you, is it? It applies to me, man. I don't like it. Like, if, if, right when she's looking up inside. I the, think the some people enjoy it though. But, right, the bathroom, the bathroom mirror dumb waiter thing. When she looks up in, right, and the sister falls down, like 
You didn't scare me. You made me jump. No, but I, you made me jump. But I, I think for some people, for some people, they will genuinely actually get a bit of a scare and a bit of a thrill out of that. No, so they, I really they, don't well, those people it. need to fuck off. Okay, fair. They need to fuck off. You're ruining films for everyone. Jump scares need to fuck off. And if you like them, you can fuck off as well. Okay. You soppy cunt. Jesus. But anyway, the um, the actual atmospheric elements of that storyline, like like I said, she's pulling the dumbwaiter up and that. Turning in the bed slowly and slowly revealing the face as she comes around. Yeah. And it's all a bit fucking Quasimodo, man. A bit Phantom of the Opera. Oh, man, it just give me the willies. Yeah, and, and then her thinking that, her thinking that she was still moving around within yeah, the walls. Yeah, hearing her in the walls. Which, again, leads to a really bad decision. When her, when her child <gasps> dies, she decides to return to this house. Yeah, where this oh, yeah I'm just, just going to go there. You fucking... It seems like they're the worst place. So you've obviously had a traumatic event. Your daughter has died. You want some solace. And you're a bit creeped out about this house in the first place. So you want to get away to not the creepy house. But then she goes to like an even creepier house. Yeah, let's go back to where you killed your sister. What the fuck are you doing, sweetheart? Do you know where it'd be a better place to go? Premier Inn. Yes. Travel Lodge. Absolutely anywhere else. The Bates Motel. Yeah. Anywhere else, man. Absolutely. But when I was watching this movie, I genuinely I couldn't help but think like, I'd rather be watching a film that was solely based on this woman and her sister. Yeah, I think it definitely. I mean, there could be a case to that, like a like a maybe like a full length that maybe it would be a bit too obviously like misery, potentially. But role reversal. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know, man. Steve, he's probably, to be honest, I don't know, he's probably actually already done that. That's probably already its own story, isn't it? Maybe it's flashed out more in the book, I don't know. Who knows? That's the key to making a good Stephen King adaptation, isn't it? It's just, you've got to scrap half the book. Yeah, like, I think so. If there was an honest interpretation of The Shining, it's basically just how a man can't deal with the stress of a broken boiler, so he kills himself with a mattock. Not a mattock, it's a crochet hammer isn't it that's right yeah crochet mallet can't fix the boiler so he kills himself with a mallet it's not as entertaining as it no it's not and there's like topiary lions jumping around talking to his son it's like um, it's like a teetotal writer's idea of an acid trip Okay, like on the news when they say cocaine. Cocaine, to, yeah. To try and symbolise that they don't actually. Like when Emilio Estevez smokes a joint and then does a million press ups and screams so loud he shatters glass. Yeah, it's just like floor. you've never yeah. ever, yeah. That's that's incorrect. Yeah, like I said, but I think that's one one thing about this film. It just gets through the whole thing. It's a nice, simple story. It doesn't yeah. kind of unnecessarily flesh it out. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, they move to this place and they have the birthday party and then the daughter gets hit by the fucking truck. This is after the cat. This is after they've brought the cat back. Yeah, sorry, uh, the cat the, the cat gets hit by a truck. Can, can they, they not jump. just take that fucking cat to the vet? Right, so the cat gets run over. He, so all he knows is he buries it. It's not, not in the normal spot, yeah. but just a different spot because the guy says, oh, just bury it in this different spot. He, yeah. he knows the cat comes back to life. It could be that it's just injured. At that point, no, if it comes back to life, take it to is the it, vet at that point. He literally says, I'm going to take it to the vet tomorrow, but then it starts trying to murder his kids, so he's like, fuck this shit, I'm just going to get rid of the cunt. Yeah. That's a fair decision. 
But then, like... No, I'm on the cat side, and when the cat returned, I was like, good on you, mate. But, like, having, fucked you up, having had this bullshit experience bringing his cat back to life and being utterly freaked out, his daughter... Cock dies. blocking him with the pigeon as well. Oh, yeah, cock blocking him with the pigeon. I, like, I um, did that. I thought that was quite funny, that scene. I did he, like it. His daughter dies in a very similar way, and then he decides, he takes it upon himself to bring her back, so... He's, after having a really bad experience yeah, of bringing something back to life. After having a really bad experience, he... His, his wife moves away for a bit of space, goes to the fucking... The Nightmare House. Um, he goes over, drugs John Lithgow, and then reanimates his fucking daughter. After knowing it's probably going to be a bad idea. And after this point, John Lithgow's explained what happens yeah. when you do it. He's like, it doesn't usually he, go he even, well. He even explains to him, like, the, the power of having brought something back draws you in and you want to do it again even though you, you know it's not going to work like even after all this fucking exposition he decides to do it well this, this is the thing that it's a silly then, that it's a silly film it's not supposed to be a serious film but, but all I was thinking when he reanimated it and walked back to the house I'm like right well what's like what do you do now because how do you explain a dead kid coming well, back? A dead that, cat just, coming back, just maybe, how, but a dead kid coming back, no, I don't how, think you can explain How do you that. actually welcome that situation yourself? Because what he did with the cat, he buried the cat and didn't know it was going to come back, and it just came in through his daughter's window. So was he just going to fucking wait for his daughter to like come and knock on the window, climb through, knock an ornament over, and then sit in the wardrobe? Pretty much. Like, what the fuck, man? And yeah, like you said, how are you going to explain that to your wife and to to school? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, we need to re-enroll our daughter. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, brought back to life. Like, oh, is she fine? Is, is her learning level going to be the same? Oh, she's dead murderous now. No, what do you mean you brought her back to life? I don't care if she's fine. What do you mean you brought her back to life? What are you on about? Oh yeah, buried her in, in a swamp. And you know, little god swamp up over yonder. Like, yeah. Seen it on Google Earth? Yeah, yeah, I buried it there. Under some stones. And she, she came back. Huh. Yeah. It's fucking mental! It's, it's, but that's the thing, it's silly. And I suppose it is that thing of the kind of like... The like unexplained grief kind of element of it. But like I, said, I do think mm. it is the me- this message of life and death. And I the like, way things die. I like the immediate buyer's remorse when she's like... I'm dead, aren't I? And he's like, no, shut up. And then like, she's like, oh, will you stay with me? And he's like, yeah, and he's like crying in bed next to him. He's like, what have I done? Yeah, what have you done, you melt? John Lithgow told you. He told you. He did it anyway. The arrogance of that man. Absolutely. <sighs> so then, that basically, talk, see, I'm realising this now, talking about this stuff. You, you, not a lot happens. Not a lot actually it's a happens. very simple story. Because you're basically at the climax of the film. So, the climax of the film is the trailer, uh, in case you're unaware. Like, this movie's trailer is just the final sequence. And up until then, it's literally just a guy playing Happy Families with an occasional car crash victim. And then his daughter dies, and then the movie ends after a bit of murder. Yeah, but it is that explaining thing. It is when they brought them back. It's like it's I'm back, but it's not good. I'm gonna make you yeah. fucking suffer as well. I mean, yeah, and then they, they they sort of try to expand on the idea of um, we all go to hell kind of thing, and like when you yeah. bring us back, we're all, you're like you're going there for eternity now, and 
Like, oh, everything's miserable. Like, oh, you thought Maine was bad. Like, wait till you get to fucking purgatory. That's another thing. It is obviously set in Maine, of course, because it's Stephen King. But yeah, like, it, it's really simple. And going through it all now, I don't. I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I like it or not, man. I think it's just... It's very again, safe. It's just, I, th- I think because it was too... Because I noticed that it was like two, uh, two directors oh, right. for this film. So I think that's why it seems very, very safe. Yeah. Rather than, like, say, one person's kind of vision or unique view on it, it seemed a little bit like... We're gonna do this for this part. Oh God, we're gonna do Captain this for Kennedy, this part. Didn't it? Like a bit balanced out to like have yeah. the horror element, but also the like the crowd. Because you know, I mean, we went and saw. Is it the first day it's out today? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And like, I suppose generally the crowd who were watching it were probably quite predominantly young. Yeah, I mean. It, it was. I guess it was a pretty young crowd in there. Like. I mean, that's to be expected with a horror film, I guess. Like, but well, the other thing I noticed is, like, as we were there, like, in the cinema with these other people, like, when the truck hits the kid and everyone starts fucking pissing themselves laughing, like... I, I, I did, I did find that part, like, funny. And I think well, it, yeah, it so kind of nice, was. But, but that's just because I wasn't taking the film seriously anymore. Well, that, I think that's the thing. I think if you treated it very seriously, I think you'd be disappointed. I think if you take it what it is... I think it's absolutely fine. So wrap up the climax anyway. Tell, like, how, how does the movie end? So by the part where the daughter is uh, reanimated, uh, the mother returns to the house, discovers that the um, her daughter has been re- and goes, well, that's not my fucking daughter. Yeah, fuck that shit. It's like, this is fucking too weird. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm not having this. Tries to get out. The, the kid kills the mother. Um quite viciously and you get that kind of sidekick element that the daughter the daughter changes into um the mother's sister to kind of freak her out more and she says things Does she? That, yeah she says things about knowing stuff like that she doesn't turn into her sister when, when there is that bit where she turns like to the um old man oh yeah well. she, so she, she, she can... when she kills judge she she turns into she like she looks like his wife yeah so like she it's... doesn't she doesn't turn into a mum's sister no but i think she mentions something i'm pretty sure anyway but she like... says she, she says you prayed every day for her to die yeah yeah, she so she, she know she knows stuff, and like I said, I liked that kind of thing that it was like individual to the people, and then it was that thing of right, I you've done it to me, you sh- you fucked me up, I'm gonna show you what it's like. Yeah, she says, and then it's just like a little bit of a revenge like, thing. She says it's your fault. I died. You didn't do anything yeah. to try and help me. And then the, the, the nice thing at the end is the unexplained thing because there's the young, the youngest child of the family, the young boy. He's not been dead and reanimated, and he's still like conventionally alive. And the three other members of the family like go up to the car where the kid is and then the kid opens the car and then it's undecided what they you, do you, you, didn't, you didn't explain the climax at all you just went straight to the end oh, so, she, oh. She, so, so, so she the, 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 the reanimated girl um, she she kills John Lithgow's character Judd then makes her way back to the house um, she kills the mother uh, the mother manages to throw... Oh, John Lithgow doesn't fuck around. When that kid's coming from, he does not fuck around. Yeah, he packs straight, straight away. Gun, straight to his gun. Yeah, pretty good. Um, so the mother manages to throw the kid out the window before the daughter kills her. Dad catches him, puts him in the car, says, don't open the door for anybody. Um, he goes back into the house, finds the mother's body, and then gets knocked out. 
Kid drags her mum to Little God's Swamp, buries her, and is waiting for her to reanimate. The dad understands what's happening and starts to make his way there. They on his way there, he gets attacked by the daughter, and he's trying to kill her. Eventually, because she's a fucking child, manages to get the upper hand. He's struggling against the nine-year-old. Yeah, but, she, but, she, but it is that bit where she is dragging the mother, so obviously she yeah. has like sort of like supernatural strength. He's already kind yes, of established, yeah. I suppose, at that point. I guess. But um, he gets the upper hand on her. He's about to kill her, and then the mother's reanimated body kills him. Yeah. So then you get the original shot again, panning over the woods, the burning house, and the bloody house. And then it shows the three reanimated members of the family, mum, dad, and daughter, coming around the side of the house with the kid in the car, still alive. And the dad gets up to the window, looks through, and then the movie ends. Yeah. And, I mean, like I say, it's, it's not one of those movies where you get to the ending like, oh, that was good, except the ending. It sort of ended, and I was like, was was that... How, how I don't know if I like it or not. I don't know. And that's the worst thing. Because when I went and saw, like... When I saw Us, I was like, yes, I like this. I knew straight away. I'll tell you when I knew was the scene with the rabbits at the start when yeah. they were zooming out and they got that crazy music and I'm like, right, this is my fucking bag. I like this. I know that I'm going to dig this movie. And when I saw The Last Jedi and I saw them fucking horses jumping through the casino, like, I don't like this fucking film. Yeah. This film sucks. Like, if something makes me like it it's done a good job if something makes me hate it at least it's done a job if I don't know how I feel you've not really done anything except waste a couple hours of my time yeah it's kind of weird to feel strongly against this film but then strongly for it as well yeah I feel extremely like meh but in a positive way I I did enjoy it It if this film was a band It'd be REM. <laughs> that like, nobody has a strong opinion. I have about. no strong feelings one way or another. I'm fucking Switzerland. Like, well. Would I see it again? I mean. Probably not. I don't think. Not, you, I don't not, think if, I had, not if I had, like, a box set of fucking Peep Show or something. I, I don't think you need to see that film. It's very, very simple. I, I think yeah, like, a solid. Whatever you want out of ten, I suppose. Like, I don't know. Ask me when I'm in a bad mood. I'll tell you it's shite. But like, if I'm fucking stoned on my birthday, then yeah, let's watch, okay. let's watch that. I'll make some popcorn. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, it's just a meh movie. It's like when I, ugh, I don't know, man. There's a couple of things. It's like when you really want a Big Mac, then you get it and you eat it, and like, yeah, it was a burger. Fuck yeah, you, McDonald's. Yeah, there was a couple of things I thought that it could be done differently. Hmm. Would you change it, right? So, if at the start where he like tells him to bury the pet in a different place because he knows it's it, bury, bury, bury the pet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in a different place because he knows it's going to come back. He can just say that to that guy. Oh, this is just where we bury the pets. He doesn't have to say this is a special area. He could just say it again, and then when a cat comes back, he could be surprised as fuck. Wow, it came back. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he's, he's, 
I mean, and then if he goes, well, he if he sees he goes, because that's the pet. He's in the pet cemetery. Yeah, but he doesn't have to tell him that that's where he's going to come back to life. Is it though? not? Is it not implied that they're sort of walking from miles through the wilderness though until they get to this swamp, and then they have to wade through the swamp? And if he's like, oh yeah, that's just where they bury the pets. He's like, fuck no, you liar! You, you're I'll, luring me into the woods to rape me. Yeah, I'll put it in the bin. Yeah, fucking. I'll put him in recycling. I don't care. Turn him into paper. Yeah. Turn him into a fucking Evian bottle. Patrick Bateman can drink water. It'd be right. Oh no, because he only drinks glass, don't he? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. Not oh, damn BPA is ruining everything. Don't worry. Yeah. The Express will come up with some sort of campaign and cure it. Hopefully. But yeah, so I think if you could have been a bit canny about the cat, the, the cat coming back. Um, yeah, I think you should take that cat to the fucking vet, mate. Yeah, you should have took the cat to the vet. Mother should not have gone back to the nightmare house. Dad should not have reanimated the daughter. Yeah, no. What were you thinking? You saw what happened with the cat. It tried to kill your son. I know you miss your daughter, mate, but you're a logical guy. He always talks about, all the way through the film, they're setting him up that he doesn't believe in God, he doesn't believe in heaven, and he believes when you're dead, that's it. Until his daughter dies, and then he's like, no... I, I can bring her back because I did it with the cat. And it was immediately... And it was immediately a bad idea. You ended up dumping your cat in the middle of the woods. Like, you remember that fucking movie, AI, where she just drives the kid out into the woods, the little robot, and leaves him, and then he meets fucking Jude Law and they rip off the scene from Gladiator. I have the pleasure of never seeing that film, so. Oh, mate, I envy you. Can I borrow your fucking brain? Jesus, it sucks ass. That's why I didn't yeah, see it. You had to drop your cat off in the middle of the woods because... You didn't have the balls to kill it, but knew that it was too high fucking maintenance now with all this military yeah, aspirations. It's not like he comes back and it was nice for a bit. He comes back straight away. Straight it's away. It's an asshole. It looks like a zombie. Yeah. Shoot it in the face, man. Oh, do you know that fucking Smith song where Morris is saying a murderous desire? He's talking about that cat, bro. Yeah. Take his vegan advice and kill it. God. Oh, just, yeah, a series of bad decisions in this movie. Yeah. Seriously. They, they fucked me off, right? If these were my mates, yeah, you'd be saying to them, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You're stupid. What do you mean you're going to bring your daughter back to life? I know it sucks, mate, but get over it. It's like that mate that always wants to go back to his ex. And you've got to tell him, like... Oh, Susie I, May, going yeah, back to Susie like, May. Oh, but, when we're together it just it feels so right like yeah I know it does mate it's because you're lonely but don't go back there you idiot Ugh, what are you doing don't, don't bring, bring the life. daughter back listen to John Lithgow yeah it's like going back to a bad relationship just don't do it man don't do it Look at his daughter as a bad relationship, right? It's over now. Don't go back to it. Don't bring her back. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't be that fucking guy. Because apart from it just being a bad decision to bring your daughter back to life, you're also just going to be that fucking asshole. Because all your friends are going to tell you it's a bad idea. And they're going to be at the bar the next week. You're like, oh, he's a... He's a... Is he not coming down tonight? Is he not? It's like, oh no, well he's uh, he's watching his uh, he's watching his daughter's uh, ballet recital, isn't he? That I thought oh, he f- f- she died. Dead, no, he brought her back, didn't he? Oh, did he? All right. He man. never did. He he said he weren't gonna. We told him not to. He's like, yeah, no, but you know, what can you say? He's a stubborn yeah. bastard. 
He's a stubborn bastard. Not undi- not inviting that undead bitch to a birthday party. Oh, yeah, no, that's the other thing. That's the other thing when we're talking about, apart from it being a bad decision. Like, say you just do it anyway. Fuck it. How do you, how do you, how do you play that off? How do you get her back in school? And, like, how do you get her invited to a birthday party? You can't even brush your hair in the bath. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know, actually talking about, like, that, it kind of made me, made me kind of... The logistics of the idea. No, but the, how, how kind of silly the film is. And I think if you appreciate it like that, like, say, the, the bit where he's combing her hair and you see all the, the staples and it's going, like, ooh, kind of thing. And her godly eyes when she's lying in that, bed. Yeah, that's the other thing, though. Like, if, it is if silly. He was, if he was rational and he did make the right choice, there wouldn't be a film, would there? Exactly. Like, yeah, go on, fuck it. Bring her back. Do it, mate. Take Susie May back. I mean, she's not a slag after yeah, exactly. all. Have Fuck it. Make the bad decision. Be that guy that your friends talk about in the bar. You'll get a silly movie out of it. God, maybe I did like it. It's all right. It's all right. It's, it's, it's whatever you want out of 10. Take your brain out and watch Stephen King blow your mind with his cocaine <coughs> riddled fantasies. Like, do you reckon, you know, the sister in the bed... Like riddled and turning over. Do you reckon that's how he sees himself when he's on a cocaine binge, with the cold sweats, twisting, writhing in contorting in agony? Might be. Please don't, please don't take legal action against me, Stephen King. I don't mean it, mate. I don't mean it. I'm only fooling. I'm only playing with you. I don't think you ever did cocaine. I don't even know what it is. Exactly. Right, so what do you rate it? Give, let's give it an actual score. What are you saying out of 10? Would you recommend someone went and, and, and saw it? Honestly, probably not. But it's not... I, I, you know, I wouldn't recommend anybody see it at the cinema. It would probably... Cinema? It would probably be released on like some kind of streaming service. Oh, quite let's, let's not endorse piracy. Like, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, Netflix or any kind of legitimate one quite soon. Oh, right. A film like this has a quite quick turnaround. Fair enough. It? I'm the asshole because I just go immediately to piracy. That's, yeah. That's, uh, like I said, he's going to, like, films like, a film like this, I can see, have a fairly quick turnaround to being on, like, a, a legitimate yeah. network. Quite soon. So I would say just watch it if it's on that. It's really quite, quite fun, but I wouldn't really say that. Unless you really, really sort of like horror films, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, what no was harm. it? What, Absolutely no harm. What is a ticket like? Ten pounds was, like, am I am I mad that I spent a tenner on this? Nah, it's fine. I feel bad giving it a five, so six out of ten. Go and see it. You'll have fun. I, I like at, at the very least, you'll have something to whinge about. In, no, in in terms of how I personally enjoyed it, I would say. Like, I would give it, like, an 8 out of 10. I thought it was quite really? fun. Yeah, I thought it was quite fun. Well, it's, it's, I, I knew pretty much what I was going to get out of it, and a, I pretty much got that out of it. It's a 6 for me. It's a 6. I'm, I'm, I'm staying firm on 6. Uh, once again, John Lithgow killing it. Killing it. Yeah, I, li- I liked pretty much... I, I liked movie most movie of not murdered by child performances, either. So, you know. Well, I mean, that's, like, one of the modern elements, like, creepy child... Yeah, I guess. And uh, that's fine. But I mean, overall, see it or don't. I don't give a shit. It was a film. Pretty much. Uh, like, uh, I think it's quite difficult to feel very strongly about this film either way. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, 
Anyway, that's our first thoughts. First thoughts on pet cemetery. And don't bring your daughter back to life if she dies. Yeah, it's just not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. <laughs> We're doing Jaws. You excited? I am. Pretty much, I say, I've already been looking at some uh, uninteresting things that I may raise already. So. Oh well, make sure you tune in for that one. You, you know, you know what happens when we talk about films. You know, you get the irrelevant theories, the jokes that don't work, yeah, the whole damn thing, <laughs> and there'll probably be a lot more of that. There's another example of a joke that didn't work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I don't think you should call people comments. <laughs> Do what I want, mate. No one listens anyway. Yeah, good point.